it. There's such a lot of living to do. They're sassy, sexy, spunky, witty, and best of all, opinionated. They are the girlfriends. And now here are Shelly, Whitney, and Shauna. Hi, it's the girlfriends. Great to be back. I'm sitting here right now with my besties, Whitney Lasky and Hello. and Shelly MacArthur. And it is that time of year. Graduations, weddings, summer. Um, kids are all out. Everyone's making their summer plans, getting kids in camp, doing whatever they have to do. And it is so busy. I have to tell you, I have been on the road to graduations of all over. I mean, one kid's graduating here, the next is there, and um, it has been an experience. And congratulations to all those grads that made it out from to eighth grade graduation, high school graduation, and also our college graduates. Um, congratulations to you. Education is the best, and it's a great investment. It was interesting because when I was visiting all these college campuses, I did notice one thing. Every single campus had construction, major mm-hmm. construction going on it. Which is a good thing, I think, because they have great endowments. Exactly, and a good place to put your money. You know, I looked at all the, I mean, it was major buildings going up, major. So it's a positive thing to be well endowed if you're a college. Is it still yes. if you're a woman? I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I was. <laughs> that was good. I didn't catch it at first. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going for a little levity. Did you see any um, inspirational speakers? How was the speaker at the? Oh, I saw um, Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Oh, wow! He was wonderful. And um, interestingly enough, I went to Chapman University in Orange County, California, and we're sitting at the graduation, and there's 500 or thousand students that are graduating you're sitting there in a kind of a slight drizzle of a rain and it's jane smith julie williams going through all these names and all of a sudden i looked over at my husband and i said what happened to the commencement speaker the commencement speaker never showed up and neither did the president what what the commencement speaker didn't show up, and neither did the president of the school. Now, you didn't get the memo, or well, apparently, so that's bizarre. I thought that was just so bizarre. So I'm walking around, and people are making comments. This can only happen in California. Well, really, you know what happens when it rains? Nobody shows up. I right. was like, oh my god, <laughs> this it was just too funny. But the president? That doesn't make sense. I know, isn't that? Well, there there were several. Um, different graduations your medical school graduation your law school graduation different types of graduation but still colleges. nobody saw him wow. i still to this day don't know what happened it's it, it was the funniest thing so i mean they just passed out the diplomas then they passed out the diplomas but out east they would get a board of trustees to oh, say yeah. our distinguished board of trust or they would get someone to fill in or they'd say on behalf of the president who could not make it today i mean they just blew it off you know it was very casual wow. Um, and oh actually, God. it was really funny because Hugh Hefner's son um, was graduating, and he was there in the audience. I didn't know he had a son. Is that from the Playboy Bunny? Mm, no, I don't, no, 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 no. It's from uh, the second wife, the gal that yeah, I believe so. lives in Chicago. And he showed up and he had all the bunnies, and, you know, it was kind of a happening. Oh, well, he, doesn't, so... he shows up with an entourage of bunnies? Mm-hmm. He doesn't come by himself? 
Oh, he had a, flanked by a few bunnies. I guess this is his wow. total MO. Wow. Anyway, so that was kind of fun, and I, I know that everyone's been listening to the news and uh, about where the mayor of New York, out east, yeah, was supposed to speak at. I'm not sure what university it is now. Jeff, can you help me? I don't know. Anyway, they were boycotting it. Why? Um, some gay issue or something like that. Well, you know, Maya Angelou's life celebration was, I think, Saturday. And that church that... Uh, Wait Chapel. Yeah. Yes. Wait Forest. Yeah. They, uh, I guess, protested because they said she was like a gay supporter. I mean, what is with these people? Get a life. I know. Well, it's so crazy. She had a lot of very strong, wonderful women, though, in her behalf, speaking oh, yeah. for her that day. Well, to get back on Maya, she was a teacher for 32 years. I did not know this. She was also a stripper. She was also a prostitute. I know. So God, I love that. <laughs> but she for, was a pro for thirty. Okay, for thirty-two she was a pro years. At everything. For thirty-two years, she was uh, a teacher at Wake Forest, and a lot of the students still had poetry that she had signed. Oh wow! And books that she had signed and remembered her classes. And at eighty-three, which today is really not that old. No, eighty-three is not that old. I didn't. You know, it's interesting, and I I wasn't able to... I did hear a few of the speeches, um, a part of Michelle Obama's speech, which I thought was very good. Oprah spoke, which I thought was oh, wonderful. Was her mother, basically. Yeah, and... But I didn't... Um, I didn't see Oprah's show, which I really wanted to. She did a whole program on Maya, um, which I very much would have liked to have seen, but I always admired her. I loved hearing her talk, and um, I always thought that she was just so inspirational on everything she said. You kind of hung on every one of her words. Her voice was just so incredible. I uh, met her, actually, at Cal Ashford uh, at his funeral, and this is maybe seven years ago, eight years ago, and she could say, you know, what's for lunch and make it sound... <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, make it sound really appetizing. Yeah, I mean, just she had an incredible presence. She was kind of the modern-day Mother Teresa in kind of a she funky really, way. She you know? really was. That's very interesting. You're, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. Well, it's um, the reason why I was so so funny that I was... Uh, Anyway, that, that, that was just incredible. And she I, was I, an amazing woman, and another amazing woman that's really making the news right now and says she doesn't want to talk about it, but we all know that she does, is Hillary Clinton. Oh, right. And she's definitely making a play for her uh, for the Democratic ticket. I actually think that it was perfectly timed, obviously, for her new book to come out, mm-hmm. and that all of her book, you know, she's... She says, I'm really focusing on my book and really traveling around doing all my book signings. Well, of course you are, because she's setting herself up for this next... You know, that's interesting that you bring that up, because I just saw she had an interview with Jane Pauley, and I do have to say, I felt that Jane was a little pointed at her. You know, Barbara has a kind of a soft, womanly way to get around to her questions, and Jane was kind of, well, do you really feel that... Really? And, yeah, and I, I not that she was she was mean or anything, but it was just her deliverance was like she was trying to and I have to hand it to Hillary that she was so well spoken and so diplomatic that 
when she spoke, it was almost like you were like, whoa, is she ready? And is she ready for oh. these questions? And is she... And I thought to myself, hey, be being a strong Republican, I thought, I might be voting for Hillary just yes. for the mere fact of the whole woman side of it. Listen, I would have never voted for Hillary in the last election because I just did not think that her... Her power came from the right place. But now I do feel that she is, you know, she's really ready for this position. I like her a lot more. Um, I think that she brings a lot of knowledge to the office. And I think she could be a very, very good president and a very difficult person to beat. I have no idea who the Republicans are going to come up with. You know, it's interesting because when I was watching this, I thought to myself, why doesn't she just come out and say, you know, I'm running for president? And then I thought, you know, she just went through that whole presidency campaigning, running, and how excruciating that is on your family and on yourself. I think she's just, of course she is, just waiting um, so she doesn't have the target. Because you know they'll dig up everything they can dig up. Exactly. Well, I, first and, of all, I think she's a brilliant revisionist. You know, I think she definitely is polished, and she's a politician's politician. She's amazing that way. Um, you know, I think it's just stunning the way she's able to just reframe the simplest things and... Um, you know, wash it away. Those the killings at the embassy that was totally under her watch, and uh, you know, I don't know. I, I from a point of view of being a woman, you know, I think she's wanted to be president of the United States since the day she was born. I couldn't agree with you more. And I think, and she's just ready. based on that, you know, I think you know she, she's going to be a tough candidate to beat. Um, I you know I think she's not announcing because absolutely she doesn't want you know the war to start. Is right. Basically I felt kind of sorry for her though. She was just such a target on Saturday Night Live. They went about her jackets and how wide her jackets were in back, and then they did the hair thing, and then they said you know the the people overseas in international. Uh, foreign affairs would say, oh, if she's wearing her hair back, that means it's going to be a really bad day. I mean, they just they just attacked her, which they do everyone, but it just I felt... Well, she's a really good target. I, I, it's interesting. I haven't really heard a lot about her book, which is the name of her book is Hard Choices by Hillary Clinton. I want to get it. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with her personal life, and then she goes into her political life. Has anybody really read an excerpt on it? I have not. I don't know. Um, I still can't get over the whole, you know, I don't know. There's just something about her, you know. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Barbara Bush. 89. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, she's no Barbara Bush. And I don't know. I'm a I Republican. Love Barbara Bush. And I feel like that's the kind of woman that, you know, I, I can understand and relate to and admire and, and look up to. And I just, you know, Hillary, I don't know. I, I think, she, you know, she reminds me a lot of Margaret Thatcher in a way. Yes. You know, I think she definitely, um, you know. She's very conflicted with power. I think she could do a great job. I just wish she'd be straightforward. I wish she would have been honest, um, you know, with the whole Lewinsky, Monica Lewinsky thing. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I can't connect to her. I can't relate to her. And it, it, it bums me out, but... You know, I just, I, I, it's like I can't get interested in it yet. And I know that I'm going to have to, to make an informed choice at some point, but I just can't, I, I just don't find her interesting. 
Well, speaking of women, and just kind of segueing into another thing, did anyone catch the Miss America? I did oh not. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about you two. Oh, my word. Good? These girls were beautiful. Were these girls towards Miss America or Gorgeous. towards Miss Universe? Uh, it was the Miss USA pageant. No, it was the Miss it was USA the, it was pageant. The, it was the Donald Trump one that goes on to Miss the, Universe. Oh, goes on to Miss Universe. Oh, right. And I think just, again, I, you know, I was just out east, and uh, I was just saying to Shelly before you got here, Shauna, that the whole, I could feel the landscape of our universe changing. Like, I, I can feel that, you know, it's multiracial, multicultural. Mm-hmm. Multisexual. Um, you know, multisexual, absolutely. And it just, like, I see it happening, you know, and it's, you know, everything that you think, like, oh, you know, that was so taboo, you know. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, it's just all changed. And um, education, like you said, is the great leveler of of that. And, you know, these girls, every one of them, you know. Gorgeous. Was absolutely spectacular. Well, I thought that some of the questions were really interesting because, you know, the questions are always the stickler. And it's hard to really think on your feet when you have your adrenaline going and you are extremely nervous but one of the questions was, which I thought was so easy, if you were the President of the United States, what is one issue you would change for our country or do for our country? Okay. Do you remember that? Sounds- no, I didn't see that. I, ca- I caught the very end. Okay. Well, I mean, you could pick anything. And you could pick. What did they pick? She... Um, if I was the president of the United States and I needed to change or I wanted to change, I would change that everyone that there's peace, you know, peace in the world. And I thought, oh, God, you got to get down to the she obviously was like the fifth runner up. But I mean, you could have picked something and kind that of just, African-American woman was stunning. I, I I I was I thought maybe she might have been a transsexual. I don't I don't that's what that's what Jerry thought too. But I thought she was beautiful. Oh, and that's what they did say. That was another interesting question. They had the 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 judges, the five judges that they had present the questions. And you know, one was from you know no really big huge names, but they were from um, editorial department, a fashion department, and it took place in a, a uh, New Orleans this year. And in Miss New Orleans was, I think, in the top three. Miss Louisiana. Right, Miss Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And, and she was beautiful. And she was gorgeous. Yeah. The top five were Miss Louisiana, Miss Florida, Miss Nevada, Miss... Those were the ones that, yeah, those were the ones that I remember. But anyway, so another question that they asked one of the girls were, if you were in the, if a person was born a male... And they changed their sexual... Transgender, and they became a transgender. Right, and they became a man through operations and solely a man and lived their life as... Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, reverse that. If you were born a, uh, a man and you changed everything over to become a woman and now you made it for the Miss America pageant, do you think this would be fair to the rest of the girls that were... I don't know how they said it. I didn't say it the way they said it, but you know what I mean. A natural born a natural woman. If someone is willing to cut their dick off, do you think they deserve to be in the Miss America pageant? Well, you know that's going to be the next thing that's coming up. There's a third grader uh, well, what in our feel? school that that is apparently uh, transgender, 
and it, I, it talk about your heated debates between wow. parents. I mean, it is like it is all. But what consuming. would you answer to that? My answer would be yes, of course. Anybody who you know wants to compete in anything, I, I believe, should have the right to do that. If you're a girl and you want to be a Boy Scout, great. If you're a gay guy and you want to be in the just, military, great. You know, I, I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, if you have the desire and, you know, the ambition and the passion for something, and that's really meaningful to you, I believe that you should be able to do it. But just remember how long it took for um, women that had breast augmentation right. well, that's to what go I'm saying. The whole world is changing. I mean, no, I'm a, it I, took you them know, years just to go into the Miss America oh, yeah. It took them years to accept that. Oh, yeah. And now you have to have it, or you're going to look so sure. I'm not, I'm not so quick to answer that. I I really would have to think about that. I think, I don't. I think it's, to me, I'm not. I, I think the Miss America pageant represents a part of our society that has been very conservative and very wholesome. I'm not so sure I would answer it that way. I don't know. I think it's going to be a very hard choice for the United... I think it's a difficult choice. Listen, on the cover of Time magazine this last week is a transgender girl from the new TV show that they're all talking about. The whole Tony Awards, I don't know if you happened to watch them. You weren't watching the Tonys if no. you were watching because no. they competed one another. I was not watching the Tonys. Tonys were fantastic. Denzel Washington got snubbed. Uh, Hugh Jackman was. How um, was he? he I was, saw him he jumping was around. Amazing. I saw him jumping around like a kangaroo, and he I thought, was amazing. "What is he doing?" Of course, doing? he had that beard that my son has, which I didn't like at all. But anyhow, um, he was great. He was amazing. Uh, I thought um, Raisin he, in the Sun was a big winner. Except Raisin that in the Sun, Washington, and, um, did not win. Carol King. Carol King. King. Uh, the gal that plays Carol King on Broadway was just walked away with so many awards and walked away with Best Musical which I'm really excited about seeing. I think that's going to be fantastic. What's the name of it? Beautiful. Carol King. Beautiful. Um, It was quite it was wonderful but I one of the notes that the reason I'm saying this bringing it back to what you were talking about is that um, one of the overall things during the Tony Awards was this whole transgender kind of feeling because of the show that's on Broadway. Um, Kinky Boots? Not Kinky Boots. Um, the one that Neil Patrick Harris is in. Oh, and oh he right. Hedwig and the Angry Itch. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Right. Itch. It's, it, he is looking more and more well, be, like the cabaret, like the... Because the, he's, like he's Joel into Gray. his character. He's into his character. 24 hours a day? It was very disturbing. I didn't like it. And I didn't like it when he accepted his award. I know he's still into his character, but it's changed him. It'll be really interesting. He said that he the do? last what he, year... How, what did he say? What was his... He just looked He looked very made up. And I know it's because he's playing this character on Broadway, so he's very much into his character. But why... But even if you're into your character, he's Shelley, got a, you know he's this. Got the nail it's polish. totally inappropriate to bring that on. I don't know, because I think a really great actor what still did he continues do? with his character. No, you don't continue with your character in a personal setting. Then you're not an actor. Then you become that know. person. That's like delusional. What did he do? Well, he just... He looked almost transgenderish. Yeah, I mean, he you had could makeup see it just from the pictures. He had all of his. He had nail polish on his nails. 
he was very Hauser M D. Yeah, his face changed when he was accepting his award. I just thought, whoa, it's I didn't like it at all. And then his partner had um, some very odd tuxedo like I've never seen. It was like a tux that was tails, but it was all different. I just I think they're so hot right now too. I think our country's just going into a major change. And you know, with Hillary being maybe the next president, it's gonna get worse. It's wild. It's it's so I hate to say it, it's just so liberal. Wait, so what was it is so liberal. What was the name of the musical that Patrick Harris was in? Oh, Neil, Neil Patrick Pat- Harris. Hedwig Neil and the Pat- Angry Itch. Hedwitch? Hedwig. Hedwig. Oh, Hedwig. And the Angry Itch. Yeah, I want to see that too. Did you guys see that? I don't that? know if I want to see that. Did you Ooh. guys see that Superman renounced his American citizenship in the 900th uh, edition of the Superman comics? No. And here's the thing. It's like Wait, Superman and Barbie? We can't I mean, do this. Even the comics now, when you think, you know, comics and you think about little boys who love comics, it's because, like, it's like Superman is the all-American hero, right? Like, he's fighting the bad guys and he's, you know, flying over the city and, you know, now... He, he apparently goes to the United Nations and renounces his United States citizenship. And they're saying that somebody has to take back the comics because if this is any reflection of what's happening in America, which it is, it's like this watered down, you know, one level, you know, utopian, utilitarian, you know, but they're saying, you know, obviously, no matter what happens with all this liberalism, you're going to have these different levels of society and that will never change no matter how much That's money right. you have that no matter right. what you're born into no matter what the color of your skin is it, it you know you could it, there's that is always going to exist just like it did in you know France at the time of Napoleon you know you can have democracy for all and you know Obamacare for all whatever but there's still going to be these levels of right. uh, in this within a society well, there always has been too right and it just so no matter what you do you know people want when you think about America you think about you know doing earning you know being able to earn a living and and you know cap, you know it's like now capitalism is a bad thing well that's never going to go away okay you know that America's always going to be the place where you know the land of opportunity but now when well, the comic book is surging Bowie Bergdahl oh my what has anybody spoken out has he spoken out he's yet? not spoken no he has not he's not spoken to his parents yet either which I find is very strange so I'm going to pass it off that he is severely um, damaged mentally well they had his platoon on something that I saw and they all said he wandered off you know, so either it was ignorance, or that he got captured. You know, or you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, or he actually wandered off on purpose. And that's something that nobody right. seems to know. But um, yeah, they don't know what you know. If he actually, they wanted to give him a hero's welcome, I guess, in his hometown, and well, everybody but, started like sending death threats. Well, and, because six men, six platoon mates of his, were killed looking for him. Can right. you imagine? Right. There is some question about that. There is, yeah. The time, the timeline doesn't quite line up for the six guys. Yeah, they said that that the actions that were engaged in may or may not have led to the, their, their death in search for him. And 
they say it. Well, I think there are a lot of, quite, a lot right. of questions. There, you know what, actually, the whole thing, from what I've been reading, and who's to say you can believe everything you read, there's a lot more to the whole story, I think, than, than we know as citizens. But, you know, I think he needs to get well to a certain point, and then they need to go to the next step, which is I definitely think he should follow the protocol of the military, because that's just how they've always done it. So why so should we he be in So we traded, like, what, five terrorists Five from terrorists. Guantanamo Bay yes for him and because he was the only POW in Afghanistan right. that was left so I sure hope that you know that's scary his, to his me his apparent assimilation to being you know uh, one of them was just to, to I, protect himself I guess I, don't, I hope that's what it is I hope that's what it is too because if it isn't that it's very very scary because he could be bringing back a lot of information. Oh, believe me, he'll be followed now for the rest of his life. Absolutely. And um, you but, know, he may heal, but he may be locked up in prison. Speaking too of, of, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Speaking of societal levels and all that, I thought of you girls, too, with uh, California Chrome, the horse that was yes. running for the Triple Crown. And this is the Belmont, the Belmont race, ladies Belmont and gentlemen. Belmont Stakes. Right, and California Crumb's co-owner. I don't know if you guys read anything. I did. I saw him. Steve Coburn is just a, you know, a lower uh, middle class. Uh, they bought the horse for $8,000. And, you know, talking about levels of society. And, and he pointed out something that came off sounding like he was a sore loser. But what he said, I didn't even know that that was that, that was true. He said something that the only there were only three horses that uh, were really qualified to you know run for the triple crown. All the other horses hadn't run since February. Yeah. So that was the other. So I saw the race. The the ra- It was a it was a wonderful race. I felt very badly for California Chrome. He was not at all in the lead. Not at all. And the jockey, I thought it became abusive. I thought, it, I mean, I know that's what they do with horses, but I found it very hard to watch. But I, and I also because he was really smacking him so much in desperation that it really, I found it very difficult to watch. I yeah. felt very sorry for the uh, horse. But, but can I tell you something? It's interesting because I had a different view on that. I did watch the race. I did think it was really exhilarating, but I do feel that the owner of California Chrome. Um, Steve Coburn. When I first heard him make his remarks, and I know, you know, here we are in America again, free to voice whatever we want. He used the press as his outlet. You have to remember, any time that the Belmont Stakes has taken place, it's always been like that. When you have a Triple Crown winner, you're always running against fresh horses. So when he was saying, this is a travesty to these horses, it's no different. And he almost, to me, came off like a poor loser. A, a poor loser. <laughs> well, he was. And I loved it, though, the fact that Carol, his wife, is behind him. And he, yes. you saw her do it like a little, it would be something that girlfriends <laughs> would do, a nudge in the back. And he said, I know what I'm doing. And then she nudged him again. <laughs> no more mint juleps for you, Steve. I, but, Listen, I felt you know sorry what? for the horse. It, it really I feel kind sorry. of. Yeah, I don't feel sorry for the horse. I think that if Kelly, you saw him riding with the jockey on him and the but jockey, Shelley, they was, always do that at the finish line. It was desperation, and it went on for a long time. It went on for the last 
hundred yards for yeah, sure. Four hundred yards. Yes. Yeah, I mean, when sure. you think of those horses that won by, um, oh gosh, let me think of some of the horses that won the Triple Crown, and there has Secretariat. Yeah. Secretariat. Thirty-two lengths. Thirty-two lengths, and that was thirty-six years ago. You know, so for him to say this about, and I felt that that overshadowed the winner. I mean, it took the glory and the uh, and, and the whole high of winning off the the winning horse, even though no one knew well, the winning horse. Because California Chrome her. was, was the, eight to one. Yeah, California Chrome. Was, everybody wanted, you know, but he he, he he as much as he was sticking up he for the horses, there. he demeaned all the other mm-hmm. the 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 riders. Well, it made me think of like college applications. <laughs> Because you know what, it's always been that way. So you're yeah. you're pointing out an inequity in the system, and yeah, there's a flaw in the system, but it's but, always been that way, and it's not going to change. But question right. is, is that a flaw? I don't think that was a flaw. Well, why should they be running in for the triple crown if they're only running for the Belmont? You know, if they're only running in the Belmont. No, because they. Because the Triple Crown is winning the three races. It's winning the no, Kentucky they won. Derby. He didn't, that horse didn't win the Triple Crown. No, 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 won. I know. But I'm saying the other horses that had fresh legs that hadn't run since they February, they were only running for that race. Yes. But exactly. I see the same thing. I'm telling you, I thought about like college applications. But that's like saying, okay, let's go back. This is all such intertwined conversation. Let's go back to Miss America. So what if someone's got, well, she's gone to 50 pageants. She's been Miss Orange Bowl. She's been Miss Rose Bowl. And then she's Miss America and she was Miss World. Right. It's always, and then the newcomer from Wisconsin pops in and wins the whole thing. Right. But yeah. And it's always been that way. You know, it's the same thing with like putting down college deposits. You know, kids put down multiple deposits. Then they so they have the freedom, and I would never have even thought of that. So they have the freedom to make a decision. You know, at the last minute. You know, it's like nothing is straightforward. Well, I have to bring up another subject, which is a really. I'm just because I was driving in the car. I came in from Lake Geneva, and I was just. I'm so over all these shootings that it uh, makes my uh, I don't understand five it. minutes after Miss America Miss Nevada won there was a shooting in Vegas that was the which next was thing bizarre on the news. because they're talking about that was going to be the next Columbine killing that's what that couple was discussing and people who, knew about who was it discussing what the, couple? the man and woman that were in oh my God. Las Vegas um, when they started doing a history check on them you know, and talking to other people and other people that knew them, they had stated that they were saying, well, they were talking about being the next Columbine couple. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? But why didn't you report it then? Right. It's interesting you say that. There's a woman who was sharing a hotel room or room with these people, and she heard them talking about them, and just just didn't think anything of it. She thought it was two crazy people, and they interviewed her. And she's in tears, and she's like, "I could have stopped this. I didn't know." Well, can you but people imagine? Were so, but people are so completely immune to this stuff. Now. It's like the Virginia Tech, you know, uh, killing years ago now. But one of the professors had, you know, alerted several times to the administration, like, "This kid's papers. This kid is weird. I mean, this kid is. It's not like a normal." creative writing situation this is just but weird. the professors and they our educators nothing. are so liberal well but you know what the funny part is those were few and far between now they're happening every day i know there was just another shooting today um i'm, I'm 
trying to uh, figure out where it is, but Portland. it was Portland. Yes, in Portland, where this kid that was a student at the school, everyone does, you know, the students, the teachers are hiding the kids in all the classrooms. Um, that just came down. We just got through with the Santa Barbara. I mean, it's all over the country, and it's happening every single day. And there has to be something. Oh, what about the person that found the gun at uh, Walmart? What is with Walmart? You know, do you, this Tracy person Morgan. that found the gun at Walmart, they drop off a huge box of uh-huh. toys, and there is a real loaded. gun loaded with eight bullets in it sitting amongst the toys, which obviously wasn't meant to be. But, I mean... Somebody planted Why a gun have to have in the toy to section. With. I really think it. You know, if girlfriends are going to do anything, we I, should become well, this activists is, on gun control. It's well, shocking. This, was, this is what I was going back to with the Miss America thing because I thought she could go into crime or gun control or, you know, you don't want to go. Something more specific then. Yeah, you don't want to go. Well, but I, I would have definitely said because I can't. Anytime I hear those questions, I think, what would I have said? Mm-hmm. And I would have definitely gone on, gun it, it, on the gun control. And I thought that would be so good. And, you know, I think the mayor of um, Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, had a really good suggestion. And he's gotten pros and I mean, he's gotten bashed for this. And he's gotten like, oh, my God, great idea for this. He has suggested that anytime since we're in this whole social media blast, that anytime that someone is purchasing a gun, it's all on videotape. The, per- the person that's, that's purchasing, idea. blah, 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 the papers, everything is on videotape. I mean, nowadays, everything is on videotape. Right. I mean, Well, it, there was just an incident, actually, in the city of Chicago where there was a visitor who came to visit the city of Chicago. It was broad daylight right in front of the Lyric Opera House, and a guy came up to him. I don't know if you read this. It was just in the news the other day. And just started beating him up. Bloody beating him up. Nobody stopped him. Do you know how busy it is downtown? Yeah, what's that all about? This was at 2.30 in the afternoon. This is Nobody stopped him. And two, I think there were three people from the Lyric Opera House that saw this happening and ran out. Three uh, workers that work at the Lyric ran out and... Broke up the incident. John Quinones from that show, What Would You Do, was the speaker at, at my son's graduation last weekend. And he said that they, same thing, you know, they had an actor playing a homeless person who passed out. 88 people walked by before a woman who was in a, like, nearly paralyzed, like, you know, one side of her body wasn't working very well. She had a stroke, stopped and helped him. And, you know, his point to, you know, know, was what would you do, you know, in the Mm. same situation? And then that night we went to New Haven for pizza and it was Yale alumni uh, weekend. And there were so many homeless people that were, you know, uh, one guy came up to us and was like very like aggressive. And, you know, it's like it's it's it's. It's like the, the Good Samaritan, remember, you know, the parable on the right. right. You know, you think that you would stop and you think that you would do the right thing, but it's almost like you don't know anymore. Like, you're well, I know what you I would get do. Shot or you I, get I, was in, I was in an incident like that. I was driving down Lakeshore Drive. A car had pulled over. The man was literally beating 
the heck out of his girlfriend. They got out of the car. They left the doors open. He continued walking down the parkway and was beating her up. Not one car stopped except for me. So I pulled behind the car, and I laid on my horn. And I was thinking, that was smart. do I do I just laid on the horn? I that never, was smart. I never released the horn. Never and at got the same the time, tried to call 911. Nobody stopped. I was thinking, wait, is this a movie and there's a camera going on? Or am I the only person that stopped? You were the only person I that was, was the stopping. only person. Well, Shelly MacArthur, vigilante. I don't, know, I don't know if you caught this. But I couldn't believe it. I was like, here's what our president of the United States, and I'm just going to read this very quickly. It's Obama just went off on the extreme rise of mass shootings. Okay, so he does a press release, and he's so upset, you know, he cries and all this, of laminating Congress's inability to pass new laws aimed at reducing gun violence in the wake of numerous tragedies. Our levels of gun violence are off the charts, Obama said. There is no advanced developed country on earth that would put up with this. Obama extended remarks. He went on. He did, you know, there's one questioner was from the University of California, Santa Barbara, where the shooting killed seven people. Tuesday, there was a shooting in Portland, left two people dead. Another shooting. Obama said the country should be ashamed and called the failure to pass the new laws the biggest frustration of his presidency thus far. Why can't Congress pass this law? Who is holding this back? I don't know. But anyway. Well, the NRA, for one. I mean, you know, that's your constitutional right to bear arms. You know, personally, I say wear a sweater if you're over a certain age. But We're the only country in the world where this happens, he said, and it happens once a week. And it's right. It's true. And it happens. And you wonder it's how watered down the news is. I bet it happens way more than once a week. Oh, I think so, too. This, but, let me let just ended with this, and I'll stop. This country has a lot. This country has to do a lot of soul-searching, Obama said. This is becoming the norm, and we take it for granted in ways that, as a parent, are terrifying to me. Well, when people are starving and hungry and you know, and angry and don't have jobs and don't have jobs, and you know the you know jobs reports that come out don't really reflect the accuracy of the numbers. People in this country are angry. It's time for a Republican president. You know, absolutely. Here, here. This what the this one woman that came up to me in New Haven. She said, you know. I need money. I'm, I'm hungry. And I said, well, where are you going to go if I give you some money? And she said, I, I, really, I need 20 bucks. I need 20 bucks. And I said, where are you going? And she said, I'm going to go to Papa John's. And I'm thinking, now I've got my 10-year-old with me, right? Only you'd be sitting there carrying the conversation. And I don't care where they go. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you going to Papa John's with $20? Are they making the pizza out of gold, right? I mean, I gave her $5. Then the guy that came up to us... When we when we walked out of the restaurant, came again, and I just said, "Look, you know what? I think you know there's a church over there. You know, there's a hospital over there. You really smell like alcohol. You know, it mean you really smell." And he was like, "Well, you smell like a stanky old fucking pussy." Now, Ooh. so <laughs> we get my ten year old and I get. Did in the you car. shower that day? Right? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I think I. Might need to get some cleansers or something. I don't know. We get in the car, and the, and my little the ten year old says, "Mom, why did that man say that? We don't even own a cat." <laughs> oh, that's cute. Oh, that's funny. But that was the theme of the whole rest of the weekend. Then with the ten year old, you know, like you can see, he's just working out the thoughts. Like, well, when do you know that it's okay to help someone? Oh, and that's when funny. do you? 
you know, when is it not okay? And I said, well, that's why I generally ask them a question. I ask a question, too. <clears throat> but they were, you know, this these people were very aggressive. And, and I think, I don't know. I don't know what where to draw, you know, where the line gets drawn anymore. People, number one, it's, it's something has to happen. Something's got to stop. I think... I think the I think we're just whirling out of control. And no offense, Steve Jobs, I love you, but I mean this whole media and keeping up. No one has the patience anymore. They it's don't true. have the patience for anything. Everything's fast act, fast answer, fast be quick. We don't have tomorrow. It's just it, it's nuts. There's nothing that makes me feel older than technology. I, and it's so frustrating for me that my 10-year-old can, you know, order, you know, uh, a seven-course meal, you know, in under five minutes on his cell phone, you know, and I'm like, uh, 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 uh. Well, speaking uh, of technology, just so I just got a new phone. I was going to say, that's cool. I did, what is I did that? The, I did the Samsung, and I'll tell you, it. the only reason why I did the Samsung is because I thought, see. <laughs> I could see, but I thought their rehearsal, I mean, the rehearsals, their commercials were so, their marketing was so great. And a girlfriend of mine had this, and I looked at her pictures, and they were Great like... pictures. Oh, really? I, I, I'm not crazy about the size, but, like, if you're into, you know, taking pictures of flowers and taking pictures of, you know, Whatever. interior design... I think design, all the pictures are great. Oh, it really that. comes off clear, but... Um, Is it still a phone? It's still a phone. It, it basically can walk, talk, it can do everything for you, but I just haven't gotten that far with it, so... Um, but anyway, this phone now... Keeping up with technology, Apple is now coming out in September with the iPhone 6. I know. Which is supposed to be copying very much the Samsung and the size of the Samsung and, you know, the, their pictures. Well, the you picture, know, the um, picture clarity is awesome. You know, there's a certain man that we all know that uh, really loves his television. And uh, so we've just uh, changed out every single TV for Samsungs. Stop it. Oh, that's why I text you guys. You got to come over to my house. I'm dying. I, you got to. <laughs> and um, wait, wait. I loved your TVs. What'd you do with your old ones? Well, now it you it look actually looks like you're in the scene. Like you actually wow. you're like sitting there. It it's it takes t it's the resolution is so wait. That's the movie like her. Oh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're, yeah, you're but in the movie. It's we like you feel. Our TV out too. Oh my gosh! You don't, feel. It's please like, don't tell it's me. It's like you're in a play. Don't no. tell me you put those in your alley. No, but they're downstairs. So if you'd like a TV, it's yours. What kind are they? Flat screens. They're Sony's. I mean, Samsung. I'll tell you, their product is. Good. Oh my gosh! It's really good. It's just crazy. I'm crazy good. But I was at a wedding, and. I, everyone kept saying, whoa, Shauna, your phone's so big. And I got with this woman, and she had a really big Samsung. And it's a phone and everything, and I swear to God, it looks like an iPad. But I looked at her, and she was like 90, so I thought, okay. God love her. That's great. <laughs> That's the thing I don't like about the iPhone is that it's just too small. I it's can't too see. small. The volume's not great. Right. The pictures aren't great. The pictures aren't great, but I have not upgraded to an iPhone I have the iPhone 5, and I like the 4 better. Everyone says they like the 4, so I'm staying with my 4. Well, that's why I didn't want to. I had the 4. I had the 4S, and I didn't want to go into the 5 because the girlfriends said they says, didn't like the, didn't like the it's pictures. Just, it's not so good. I went into the Samsung, and I'm really, I, it's, it's a little complicated for me, but I'm enjoying it. But I agree with you, Whitney, about the technology. You just can't keep up. Yeah, it just nothing makes me feel older. Also, just the fact that it's, you know, 
what is it, the 20th? By the way, how is your house coming? It's insane. It's just insane. I mean, is your furniture in? Uh, some, some, some of it is. Hey, have you guys know it's like the anniversary of the O.J. Simpson trial? Yes. Can you believe? I know, which I can't believe, and I don't the even like The big 2-0. I don't, I don't even, I was questioning whether we should even bring it up today because I just dislike him so much. Do you know why I brought it up? In the vein of what would you do? We all knew that he did it Absolutely. at the time. So did the whole world. Now, has what has karma done to this guy? I mean, right. I, I think... Yeah, but unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. I'd like to believe that, but it doesn't always happen. Well, I absolutely agree with you, but I think this is one situation where I don't... I think everybody was out to get him. Yeah, I think that the hell he's led outside of jail is probably is pretty he close still in jail? jail? Yes. Well, he's in jail but for something different. He's in jail for robbery. He's in jail. Somebody had stolen or somehow got a bunch of his memorabilia. He tracked this person down to a hotel in Las Vegas, set up a deal to sell him more, quote-unquote, memorabilia without having anything, and then robbed him at gunpoint of memorabilia that That's was right. his. That's right. So he's spending the next 30 years in jail. Which but like you know his. what? In a way, I hate to say this, and I certainly don't know if it was a setup, but it kind of maybe could have been. There were so ah, many people that wanted him. She's like, what's that crime girl? That so has many like the people that wanted intuition? him put away. Ah. The whole world wanted him put away. And he had such a brilliant lawyer. And it was just, and I don't know, but he's just a bad guy. He's a really Who's bad guy. Who's passed away? He's gone. Co- oh, like, no, oh, his best friend is Cochran. gone. Johnny Cochran, Cochran passed Johnny away. Cochran sure. passed oh, away. Oh, he did. I missed Sixty-two yeah. years, sixty-eight years old. But what did he die of? He died of a heart attack, I believe. Um, I can tell you. I Wait, I thought Robert Shapiro was his lawyer. He, that too. He was yeah. one of them. But he was the second lawyer. But Cochran was the one that did the if whole. If the don't okay. fit, you must acquit. I, okay, now I have to get back because I missed this whole thing, and I know the girlfriends have the dish on this. I missed all the E news on it. What happened with Kim and Kanye's wedding? They got married. They got married. But I heard from one of the tabloids, which you know is my Bible of reading, that it was a wedding from hell and that Kanye had just a fit. She couldn't get her big butt in the dress. Kanye (laughs) was a wreck because people weren't on time and it just went down. And then Chris got drunk. She was really concerned about Chris getting drunk. And then Chloe's... Sounds like a normal family to me. Yeah. Chloe's... (laughs) Chloe's, and they have a picture of Chris at, with margaritas, and she's got two lemons on her boobs, and then she's got a lime on her. Plaza. Sounds perfectly normal to me. And then, and then they were so they were so afraid that you know, Bruce was gonna you know, come in some you know dress, be a drag queen, and Chloe. Well, that's all Chloe's dating French, and French busted the wedding. But what <laughs> happened? That's all. Well, that I don't really know, but that was all tabloid. But no, didn't, they, didn't you see anything about her dress on TV? Or I saw, I just saw a photograph, and the dress was beautiful. Who did the dress? Um, one of his friends, a designer friend of his. Of course. That the, I, oh, I thought the they, Kanye. I thought they were doing Valentino. No, or, no, no, no. It was some friend of his that I don't name. I'd never heard of, so that's why I don't remember. I, I brought in a couple of products I wanted to share with you guys. Oh, great. Um, have you heard of Poopery? No. No. Okay. I thought this was a joke, but it's not. Um, I saw this ad on Amazon. It's very popular overseas. And poopery. Poopery. 
and um, the ad for potpourri, it. Potpourri, ladies and gentlemen, not potpourri. Yes, and um, the ad here, I'll just play you a little bit of it. Um, I thought it for sure was one of those SNL kind of Saturday Night Live skit things because it's so outrageous. Um, Oh, no, they don't. I'll play it for you. I'll, I'll, I'll All right, send it to you. Here's what down. the bottle says. Here's what you do. You you spray this in the bowl. I thought it said in the toilet bowl before you poop. And do you spray the water in the bowl? You spray the water, and your astronauts get trapped under the barrier created, and <laughs> they do not smell. So. You know, so I don't have to use this because my poop never smells. Let's. <laughs> I actually thought about you, Shauna, when I first saw the commercial. Now here's here's a, you can put this here's a purse size one. So if you're at a party, actually that's really nice, right? That's a great that we should have thought of that. Yes, if they've sold over four million of these, it's <sighs> got like an Amazon rating of four point eight, and um. You know, I tested it, and it really works. And here's the thing. Like, say you're at a See, party, or say you're dating a guy, and you don't even want the guy to think that you poop at all, right? This is what you This is what you have, poo-pourri. Did it come with a little charm on it, it like It came this? with a little poo charm, yeah. That is so clever. And is that not a great gift? I mean, don't you think every man in America should have one of these? <laughs> it says on the bottom, before you go, bathroom spray. I thought it said spray your bowl, so I thought it was no, like so, spray your... <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so it's saying, you know, you don't... Even if you spray Love after that. you've gone, it's still going to smell like, you know, a 300-cow, you know, dairy farm with it a hint of like carnation. It, it almost feces. smells like a deodorant. It's got lemon and um, I don't, but lavender it in it. Yeah, but it, it does... It's organic, and I'm telling you, interesting. It really I wonder works. how that Wait, works. Wait, we have to read the back to the listeners. You're listening to Web Talk Radio. Oh, this is way too little for the me. girlfriend. I can't read it. Here, I can read it. I can my glasses. Okay. There once was a lad from Roan whose odor he'd rather disown. <laughs> now he's turning his poo by anointing the loo, and now happily sits. and now happily sits on the throne on his throne. Very clever. So Girlfriends. Take those with you. We're missing the mark. The other thing that... Yeah, but how did they create this to know that? That's you should really carry interesting. That. Wow. You, you this really is really should both, Shelly. No, you guys, those yeah. are for you to keep. I think so. Please. Um, <laughs> the other thing are these little individual chia seed packets. Oh, those I have seen. Let's see. And the chia they really seed work. packets chia are great. Seeds, yes. They expand when they get wet or in liquid yes. so if you like put it on your food like salt you're extra full because they they expand it's a wonderful fiber and, and your chia, chia seeds are wonderful for you so this was that that cleanse that i did this was the thing i took away from it that was a really good thing because you put that on your oatmeal you are full. i use chia seeds every day in my shake yeah that's a great thing that's great where did you get this at whole foods whole foods and, yeah. wonderful and yeah they're personal those are, they're, i they're love to have those little tidbits Next week, chia seed shots. Yeah, and I love the poo. And this is done by Good Housekeeping Kids. So it's poo, P-O-O, dash, P-O-U-R-R-I. Very cute gift. Spritz the bowl before you go, and no one else will ever know. 
I'm going to put this. You know what? It is embarrassing if you're at a party and you walk in. Well, and, who does that at a party? Well, well if you, you can't, can't help to, it. Guys do it all the time. All the time. I, and I walked in a bathroom one time. No, where was I? It was just recently. I was somewhere, and it was so got. Oh, I was at the I was at the beauty salon, and someone took a oh, huge dump. Well, what about in the airplane? Wait, wait a huge it's dump. It's just the worst. It was a god awful smell. That's bad in the. I air. walked out of the thing, and I had to say to the person coming in. I'm sorry, but I did not do this. This like, was here when eat? I came in. Yeah, right? Oh, I was just disgusted. I mean, and it's just, to me, too, it, it's... <laughs> I've, I've had my that one powder room up front with all these contractors for the last Whoa. 10 years. I want to put oh. a permanent sign up that says, you know what? I am not your mother. I, I've smelled all different... <laughs> I've, I'm so hypersensitive about this. Wait, can and I tell you something? Is great. It's bad. I was walking down the street the other day, just talking, talking about rudeness. I was walking down the street, and this guy, he didn't mean to do it. He was walking fast. We were both minding our own business. We, I was walking north. He was walking south. It just so happened when he came by me, he did a huge belch. <sighs> and I was like, chocolate milkshake and fries. And you're like, Really? <laughs> Really? I knew what that guy had. Like it was, uh, you know, I was at Portillo's. But I thought, what? What's going on here? What's What's happening? People don't. There's no who, civility. Who, who yawns without covering their mouth? My you know, son. Yeah. <laughs> I kept, I kept, yes. Oh, you know what else? You know, I had that fourth grade graduation party that wasn't a graduation party at school, and the oh. principal of the school. She, it was a 20-minute thing about how going into middle school, you're going to start to have feelings that you've never had before and experiment with those feelings. And these feelings will, Liberal. you know, these feelings will lead you someday to the partner that you'll be with. I was like, I just want my 10-year-old to eat his mini freaking hot dog and get an ice cream cone. I mean, I was, it really? was, I stood behind her literally like this, like... And I heard somebody videotaped it from their phone, and uh, I, I guess that it uh, wasn't well received. Good. I wasn't the only one. Well, we mom. had an incident up in Lake Geneva over the graduation. Um, one of our neighbors had a huge graduation party. And, you know, these kids are 21, and they have the keg out, and they have the big bonfire, and they're all sitting around on their haystacks and, you know, you know doing whatever. And you know the kids don't sleep all night. They're hanging out. The parents are there. And the neighbor came over the next morning and knocked on... Uh, this person that was having the party's door and was like, excuse me, but we just found a wet condom <laughs> up in the treehouse on our property, and we just want to make sure that you know, well, you're aware of what's going on. Condom brewery. And she almost died. And I turned to her, we were, we're taking a walk, and I turned to her and said, well, these dudes are wearing a condom. I mean, that was the positive, the silver lining of it. Yeah, I was cleaning but, my son's dorm room as ooh. you did a couple of weeks ago and found uh, empty condom not under his bed but under his roommate's bed because they weren't extra large so i knew for sure they weren't blake's but i'm telling you good for blake it's uh, happening all yay. Oh, God. tap for blake no I, I don't think it was him oh. i think it was the roommate oh. um but i i it just i didn't even know they had extra large condoms it's shocking it's shocking anyway so rudeness let's not be rude let's Let's just really spread love and joy and everybody really take heed of all those bikers out there on the streets during the summer. Very and dangerous with the bikers. The kids at the beaches and be aware of your neighbor and just, you know, help one another and try to spread a good word of love. And um, just... You're listening to the girlfriends. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.